Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hi, all. It's Janet. So happy it's Wednesday. I've got a great show for you today, and I wanted to thank everyone for tuning in, whether it's now live or later for the archive show. I normally would give out the number for people to call in, and I'm going to give it out anyway, because people sometimes call in just to listen. So in case you don't have it, it's 646-668-8565. The reason why calling in with a specific pattern is not going to work today is, I mean, normally I just I'm hoping somebody will call in, and I invite people to call in, but today has to be a shorter show than normal. It's only going to be about an hour, but it doesn't mean it won't be just powerful anyway. So I want everybody to please be aware that you can either wait to call call in another time, or you can email me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com. That's J-A-N-E-T-R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D. So you can email me with your request. I do have the show during the workday, so at least in this part of the world. So I always encourage people to send in a request. And I do have a healing, a very, very important healing today, and I will get to it in just a minute. But just keep Keep in mind that you can always listen to these podcasts, these shows, again, as podcasts. They're on both Blog Talk Radio and on my website. They are, you can listen right from the computer. You can download them onto an MP3 player, take them with you when you're walking, jogging, driving in the car, whatever. You can utilize them any, in any way that works for you, and many people do. I'm getting emails from so many people, guys, that use these podcasts to help themselves. And and it does. You don't have to meet with me in person. You don't have to listen live. You don't have to read the book. I do have a book, of course, for those people who love to read and really like to have something that they can touch and feel and refer back to. It's called Choices. Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints. It's a terrific book. I write it as if you're sitting across the table from me. Very conversational, very accessible, and in fact, it has some really great stuff in it. Really will help you in your journey to heal yourself, okay, of your of things that bother you, things you're not happy with, things that you're upset about. It is just a very powerful book. So that's out there, too. And my website, JanetRichmond.com, has a ton, not only all the free podcasts of two and a half years of radio shows, but a lot of other material that is free. A lot of other stuff is on that website for all of you to use in your journey, your seeking and searching journey. I'm also always available by email. You have questions, concerns, you you want private sessions, whatever. I'm always available. Just write Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Okay. Now, I think I mentioned last week that my wonderful assistant, Kathy, had resigned, and I did hire someone new. She started with me last week. Her name is Julia, and you'll hear me talk about her from time to time, I'm sure. So she's just... Turns out she's incredible, and after the show last week, I had a very interesting thing happen. Someone that I had interviewed, though I had not hired him, uh, contacted me, and the just so you know, I interviewed about eight or nine people, and all of them were incredible. I felt like I had just this rich cream of choice, and the one I chose was just just so subtly feeling like it was a better fit. I I couldn't have said 
or explained exactly why I hired her over these other people, because it wasn't about anything being wrong with them. It wasn't anything like that. It was just I had to kind of go by my gut, and I picked Julia, and she's really terrific. I'm sure everyone would have been terrific, but in any case, this one person um, called me, uh, contacted me through email, and gave me, said he had an opportunity that I could maybe try out for for a television show. So I don't know that I'll get the show, but there are things that I need to have in order to have it, you know, have an opportunity like that come around. So he said, do you have an electronic press kit, an EPK? And I said, no. <laughs> so that's what's happened since last week. I've been working madly on pulling together verbiage and information and links and photos and, and, and in order to have it so that he could present me, would present this electronic press kit to the producers of this particular show. Now, the reason I'm keep keeping the show short today is that um, a friend of mine is coming over and she's going to take some video of me because for television, you have to have that, that visual live element. So I'll be doing that the rest of the month, the rest of the day. And that's why I have to keep the show short. So again, I'm sorry about it, but it's kind of fun. I'm excited. It's a whole new learning curve for me. And who knows how it's going to go. But I have to tell you that I'm already using that Fear Anonymous energy field that I set up last week. And whenever I feel a little bit nervous, when I think about it, oh, how am I going to do? I immediately go into that, that energy field and boy, I'm calm all over again. So I hope some of you, if not all of you, are using that Fear Anonymous energy field because it is powerful. And it's come up several times this week for me, this, you know, this nervousness, this anxiety, sort of performance, how am I going to do, can I do it, am I ready, you know, all of those things. And I plunk myself right in that energy, and I feel like I've gone into the eye of the hurricane. I feel calm, I feel connected, I feel uh, absolutely confident that I'll be just fine. So I am encouraging all of you. To do that, I just realized I didn't have the sound on very high. I hope that wasn't that you've been able to hear me. I'm t turning it up now. Okay. Now, I had said last week I was going to work on divorce this week, and I really have to stop doing that. And I'm so sorry um, about the delay, but there will not be a a topic of divorce this week. I am going to get to it. I hope soon, but I'm and I'm sorry. I'm not going to say those things anymore about. <laughs> previews of coming attractions, just in case I don't get to it. And the reason I'm not getting to it is that I have a very, very important healing to do today. And because it's a short show, I can't do both. Now, um, the healing today is going to be on someone named Jenny. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. I woke up with kind of a, you know, a hoarse voice. I'm not sure why. But... Um, Anyway, Jenny is someone I've never met, but in some ways, I know her, and I'm going to tell you how I know her. A couple of years ago, my son taught me how to play my very first game on my phone. Understand that I've never played a computer game, I've never played a phone game, i never played any kind of electronic game, ever. <laughs> but he knows I'm a game person because my kids grew up with me playing games with them. And one of the games we used to play was Boggle. I don't know if any of you listeners know it, but it's a fun game, and we used to love that game. And there's a game on the phone called Scramble, and it's very similar to Boggle. It kind of mixes Scrabble and Boggle. And I didn't know anybody else who was playing it other than my son. So the game gives you an opportunity to play with unknown opponents. They, they provide you with an unknown opponent. So of course, all my people I play, other than the occasional game with my son, is somebody unknown. Well, a couple years ago, um, somebody played me, and her name was Jenny. She introduced herself. A lot of people don't. A lot. It's very anonymous. I know nothing about the opponents. And she introduced herself as Jenny. And, you know, we slowly but surely uh, over the 
time. You have a little bit of texting you can do with a game, but after every game is finished, you lose the text for, from that. So you have, if you need to keep some information, you have to write it down. In any case, the, you know, I kind of, I, she's from another country, and so I kind of got to know her a little bit, just where she lives. I know she has a child. Um, I actually think she has two children. And, you know, it was very simple, but, you know, every few games we'd say, how are you doing? And we'd give a little, you know, I'm doing fine or I'm having to move or whatever the situation was. We'd give some very basic information. At one point, she told me last year, about a year ago maybe, that she was having some back surgery. She didn't say why. She didn't say anything about it. She didn't seem the slightest bit concerned. It didn't seem to affect her didn't seem to affect her spirit at all. She's just a very upbeat person, happy, just indomitable spirit is what I would say, especially now knowing what I do know, which I'm about to tell you. Anyway, that seemed to be fine. I think she had a few days where she couldn't do any games, but, you know, when she was able to, she got right back on and we were back playing. And it's a, it's, it's a short game. You, you know, you, you, you can maybe play for 10 or 15 minutes, several games, and then that's all the tokens you have. So it's not like it takes up a lot of time of anybody's day, and one round only takes a couple minutes. So in any case, she – then the next thing I heard was maybe, I don't know, four or five months ago, and she mentioned that she had to have her arm, her right arm, in a sling. And the texting – you know, we, we always kept it short, but the impression I got was she it had something to do with the removal of lymph nodes, and she had to keep her arm not moving, and it had something to do with breast cancer. But I didn't really have much information, and of course, I placed her in the healing circle, and I sent her good energies whenever I thought of her, and she was unable to use her dominant hand for the game. She used her left. So in a support, I said, okay, I'll use my left hand too. <laughs> and so our game's pretty silly and funny, but that wasn't the point. The point was just that we were connected and I was trying to be supportive of her because, you know, neither one of us really care who wins or loses. It's just the fun of playing. So then maybe three weeks, three or four weeks ago, she stopped playing me which was weird because we've been playing pretty much for two years. And I just let it go. I thought summer, of course, it's winter there. I thought, well, maybe they're having a winter vacation. Maybe she's on a trip. Maybe she's traveling because that happens with people. And so I didn't think too much about it. But when two weeks went by, I texted her and I said, are you okay? You know, what's going on? You haven't been playing, you know, hope, you know, maybe you're just busy and having a lot of fun, let me know. She wrote back and she said, well, something's been going on, but she just can't talk about it. So she played a couple, three games, and I could tell something wasn't right. So I wrote her again, and I said, what's going on? She said, well, my cancer is back. And I, she said, I'm just having such a hard time even talking about it. And she just seemed so down. And in the two years I'd known her, there was never this feeling of in any way not being sort of this very up, happy kind of person. So I said to her, I wrote back, I said, you know, I'm going to do a healing on you. That's what I do. And I, I think I mentioned it to her two years ago, but I never, you know, never made a big deal of it. And she said, okay. And then I wrote and I said, could you give me a few more details? Well, this is what <laughs> came through. And I'm telling you, I was so shocked and upset and I'm going to rebuild what she said as best I can. Again, the text is gone, and I can't go back to it, so it's based on my memory. But turns out she got her first uh, breast cancer incident in 2005. That's nine years ago. It returned in 2009 and 2011, and she's had three courses of chemo over the time. It wasn't clear exactly for when and for what, but she also said, and, and what wasn't clear is the 2011, whether it was more breast cancer or it was some sort of metastasis, she said that the cancer had gone into her bones and that 
it made its way up her spine and into her neck. And it was the back surgery that they gave her that didn't, quote unquote, cure the cancer, but it enabled her to walk again. So I never knew she hadn't been able to walk. Just very upsetting. Then she said the most recent thing that has gotten her really upset is that it's now gone into her brain. And she hasn't felt the effects of it yet. They are amazed, apparently, that she hasn't felt the effects. But she, that is what's really getting her down, is that it's in her brain. And she just, just I guess, to think that she could start to lose brain function is devastating, as it would be for anybody. So I told her I would do the healing, but I thought to myself, wouldn't it be powerful to do it on the show? Because all the listeners, live and archived, will be joining their energy. And with every listener, it's reactivated. That energy is reactivated. So we have archived listeners tomorrow, next week, and in three weeks, in a month, or, you know, whatever days, it's all going to be activated again. So the healing will be repeated over and over and over again. And I thought, well, this is perfect because she's in a serious situation, as I know all my listeners would be aware of. But we're in a free will kingdom, and we aren't locked into to anything. There's no, there's no uh, definite results here. So I thought this is really the best thing. Instead of me just doing a one-time healing, let's get these healings happening over and over again. Now. Here's the deal. I would like all the listeners, too, to, if any of the listeners have their own issues, whether it's with cancer or any very serious illness, I want you to take part. I want everybody to take part because even if you don't have a serious illness, we've all had them in in the past lives, okay? We've all had many serious illnesses. So let's all do it. Let's all I want all my listeners to be actively participating in this healing because it's not just for Jenny. It's for everyone with a serious illness. If you're a, an archive listener or you're listening again after listening live, and please be an active participant as well by if something comes up for you that I may not say for Jenny, I want you to pause it and then do some more releases for whatever comes up with you. This is the way that these healings can be even more powerful for each and every one of you because you are in the driver's seat, guys. You can direct the releases and the neutralizing and the empowerment in your own ways to include more of what comes up for you. If you have a thought, that thought is important to to deal with. So, okay, we'll all be active. Now, I'm not going to do me because... Trust me, I don't need to, but I set it up for myself. So whether I'm thinking consciously for me or not, it's also going happening for me. So this is a very big opportunity for all of us and for Jenny. So let's get started. And I'm going to start the healing by putting us all into Fear Anonymous because I think we can pretty well relate to the fact that when that, that serious illness breeds, engenders, generates, whatever you want, however you want to phrase it, anxiety and fear. So I'm going to start the healing, actually, with moving into that energetic space. I, for one, have experienced it big time, as I said, this week. I I didn't expect what happened to happen last week. Uh, the higher self set the whole thing up, but I'm telling you that energy is wonderful. So we're going to start by going into that fear anonymous space and and then continue and I'm going to start to dig into what's going on with Jenny and why she's not very old, guys. I, I don't know her age. We never exchanged that, but I feel like she could be anywhere from her mid thirties to mid forties. I really it's not she's not she's not she's still young, guys. She's still young. Okay. Now I want everybody, you know the drill, to just relax, 
quiet your mind, get comfortable, take a few deep breaths. You can be aware of my voice. You can focus on it, listen to it. It's important to follow along with what I say, and you can be aware of what's going on around you, the noises, maybe traffic or dogs barking or neighbors clumping around or pets getting into something. All of that has happened with me on the show. So that happens in life, and we are, in essence, training ourselves to utilize this very important focus of attention, our conscious focus of attention, which I have explained in many past shows, is the turn-on switch. It is that focus of attention that enables us to activate those wonderful divine energies that we carry that will be doing the healing work today and every time we heal. This powerful divine energy that we all have, I will explain in a minute, but everybody has it. It is our privilege and our right. All we had to do was become aware we had it and then understand exactly how to use it. And now you do, guys. And if you're brand new to the show, you will as soon as you hear this this meditative or conscious healing meditation. Okay. So everybody's relaxed. Everyone's comfortable. Everyone, please remember we activate the now moment simply by focusing on the physical body. It's a simple technique to bring us into that energetic space of the now moment. This space is energetic, as I said. It is not fleeting. It's not transitory. It's not untouchable. It is present, and it is an energetic space we can also manipulate with our conscious focus. focus. So by focusing, by beginning, by Utilizing the technique of focusing on the body, it brings our mind's eye in. It takes it from the habit we have where one thought follows another thought follows another thought, and our thoughts are sort of seemingly unfolding in front of us, almost as if they're horizontal in nature. What we want to do is bring that mind's eye, bring the thought process in by focusing on the body, the hands and feet, the arms and legs, the contact points between the body and the couch, the chairs, floor, bed, whatever you're on. And in this way, we bring that, bring that mind's eye into this now moment. And I'm seeing the now moment being created around each and every one of you. It's simply an energetic field. I kind of sense it almost as if it's almost like a oval or it, um, it's 360 degrees around each of us and it's sort of oval in nature. I don't know why it doesn't seem like a complete round perfect ball, but it seems more oval like an egg, but not one end thicker than the other. Just an oval energy space, almost like a the eye, you know, the I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I think everybody knows what I mean. And we're standing right in the center of this space. This is the now moment I've seen. I have a symbol that I see with all of us around a very large circle and many of us standing in the eye of this now moment. And what we're going to do is utilizing our focus of attention, we're going to expand this moment. And it's just going to continue to expand Just by the focus, you just say, I'm expanding my now moment. And that whole energy field is getting bigger and bigger symbolically to encompass the past nows, the present now, of course, and the future nows. And into this space of this, what I call eternal now moment, I wish to invite the activation of the rainbow bridge energy because I'm going to bring in Jenny and Jenny is now being okay it's it's all happening so fast I can't even verbalize it as much as fast as it's happening okay so we're we're all standing this forever now moment 
We've activated the Rainbow Bridge energy. It's a divine energy, very beautiful, very powerful. And immediately, the first thing it does is it connects all of us, the chakras, all of our chakras, with the chakras of originating source. And that immediately brings in all the chakras up to the highest functioning level that they can at this moment in time. And this is important because chakras are energy exchange points. And the energies move in and out of these chakras. We want them to be as efficient as possible. But in addition to this this balancing and bringing our chakras into the highest level of operation that we can by utilizing the Rainbow Bridge energy, it also has another very powerful function it's multi it can multitask this energy we are i'm seeing an actual bridge being formed not only from myself and by bridge all of the symbolic colors of each chakra are moving and meeting at the center of our abdomens and projecting out in a rainbow acting as a bridge and each one of my listeners past present and future are creating it it's beautiful and what we've done is we're creating like spokes of a wheel the rainbow bridge is moving out and all of our bridges are meeting in the center between us this is a really beautiful picture i'm so thrilled and there is also a this center bridge is now being sent to Jenny. And Jenny is being moved across this rainbow bridge by her higher self, and she is being placed in the very center of all of us. Now, before we go on, because I haven't finished the amalgamation, but I want all of you to place also around Jenny, and I'm seeing it happen already, each and every one of you, because you can be both the light giver and the healing, healing receiver that may have a serious illness, and anybody else that you might know that has cancer or a serious illness. I want each and every one of you to place, and I'm seeing many souls being placed on the symbolic platform where Jenny has been. She is standing symbolically kind of in the center. She has... She is kind of lighted only to help us all focus on her. But please understand that she is not going to be getting the healing and everybody else being ignored. Everybody on that platform is going to get the healing from her. It's just a very, it, it, this work is wonderful in that way. It, it helps everyone. So, Okay, so now I have Jenny there, and I'm going to finish the amalgamation, and we have all the other parties there. They've all been brought in via the Rainbow Bridge. They're all connected to the Rainbow Bridge. We're all standing in this incredible eternal now moment. It's big, and it's a... I I don't know how to explain the energy field, but I hope some of you can actually feel it. It is... It's, it's sort of an, an amazing space. It's like some energy that I don't associate with anything but this field. I don't have the words to explain it. Maybe one day I will. In any case, I'm now going to ask that we all focus on that incredible divine light that we all carry as our right and our privilege and as part of our existence as a soul, I want each and every one of you to focus on that pure soul essence light. Don't worry about the words, pure soul essence, that is the term the higher self use. But that light is your divine light. Every soul from the lowliest grain of sand to the highest, most evolved being has that light. We just have to become aware we have it and then learn the simple techniques to allow us to use it. Because that divine light is the purest and most perfect and most potent point of power we all have, each and every one of us. We're focusing on that light, and as we focus, I'm seeing it fill this eternal now moment. It is brilliant with light. It is 
expanded so large. The now, the eternal now moment is so large. It's bigger than the planet. It's so big. It's extending into the atmosphere symbolically into the human kingdom universe, carrying its incredible, powerful light. And I thank all of you for being part of this. And Jenny is there too. She's connected with it. Sometimes we need a symbol. You can, you can think of your light within as a flame of a candle, a spark of light. My favorite symbol for our pure soul essence light is the sun. The sun in its own right is so powerful. And to use the sun as a symbol just begins to touch on the enormity of the power that this light that we carry has. And it is divine in nature. We have to focus on it. It is that focus that invites it in, that invites it to become active in our free will arena, that gives it permission to help us. It can't just willy-nilly come in, fix this, that, or the other. It cannot do that without the invitation. Otherwise, it would be trespassing. And we're in that free will kingdom, and it cannot trespass. It can never do any harm can never hurt, can never manipulate, control. All that it does is in one accord with your own divine plan and your own free will. So even if we ask at the conscious level for that light to do something, if we don't agree at the soul level, it won't happen because it's the soul that carries the free will. We don't necessarily understand that, but the soul level is what makes those free will decisions. And the, however, I want you to be assured that if there is a conscious desire, most likely the soul is going to follow suit at least up to at least some. It may not go completely or as fully as you want to go in the first healing. This is why we want to do healings more than once, because the soul gets very used to its the way it defines itself with its belief systems, with its workarounds, with its defense mechanisms. It may be unhappy about certain things, but it's also nervous and afraid to change. What's it going to be then? Where is it going to go? How are we going to, how is it going to exist? How is the life going to unfold if it gives up certain things? So it takes time and it's a layering thing. So, What we want to do is we want to work on all of the individuals here, Jenny and everybody else, take some layers off. And then as the show plays, more layers will be taken off of everyone. Now, we've amalgamated now and become one with and expanded into the forever now, this beautiful, pure soul essence, symbolic sunlight that we are. I'm now going to ask that we all amalgamate, become one with the higher, the conglomerate higher selves. That means the higher selves of our our own higher selves and those of everyone else. It's an incredibly powerful energy field. And I'm asking for any other higher selves from any other realm or direction that wish to come in. And I immediately saw new ones come in, and there were few that I recognized. Um, So I'm very excited about this healing today. And also, I'm going to ask that we take the step to become one with the originating source of all there is. Because we carry the pure soul essence, we are always one with the originating source, 24-7. From the moment we were birthed as an expression of the originating source, starting first at the mineral level, We've carried that pure soul essence. We've never lost it, in body or out, whether we were a plant, mineral, animal, human, wherever, whatever. We've never lost it. But by amalgamating and becoming one with the originating source, we are, in essence, saying that we want only the very highest level energies, information, healing to occur for us in this moment of time. We don't want to be working at anything lower, lower level energy. So I recommend to all of you, no matter what processes you use in your everyday weeks, days and weeks and 
and time in your lives that you always amalgamate with the originating source and it immediately brings whatever you do into the highest level. I'm asking too that the higher selves be amalgamated with the totality of this process and that they place all of us into fear anonymous the fear anonymous energy field. And I felt an immediate easing of the anxiety and the fear, not only from Jenny, but from the totality of all of us. Because at some level, even if we aren't seriously ill, we know what being seriously ill is, what it means, even if we don't have it in the conscious memory. And so it, just talking about serious illness can trigger off anxieties that may not be so large that we bring them into the consciousness but it's, they're reverberating throughout this whole, with everybody here. And so when I placed us in the Fear Anonymous, those reverberations, they're moving out, they're being instantly neutralized, the higher selves are attending to all of us, including Jenny and all those on the platform. But even the healers, all of us standing around who are providing so much light for this process, all of us are also receiving the healing <clears throat> All of us also <clears throat> have had our own fears triggered. So we, we are absolutely all being attended to. And as Jonas described years and years ago, and I, I see it over and over again, it's like Keystone Cops. The moment we think a thought, the moment, even before we think a thought, the higher selves are already attending. It's like Keystone Cops. It's just this whirlwind. It's just this. It's just so fast. It's a nanosecond. So <clears throat> I'm now going to, I'm sorry about this frog in my throat, guys. I'm now going to focus on Jenny. And the minute I turned my focus on her, she, she went from her eyes closed, kind of taking in the information. Of course, it's at a distance. She's not here but she's been brought in at the soul level she's taking it in she was listening the minute I said okay now I'm going to focus on Jenny immediately her eyes opened she's now looking at me and there's tears there are tears in her eyes she is just there's a sadness here it's almost as if she's she knows that death is isn't death is not so far away and I think she's just this has this tremendous sadness about it because she's not really ready but on some level she's accepted it and it may not be at the conscious level remember guys I'm working at the soul level when I do this and how she is thinking in her conscious mind I don't know and I don't know if I'll ever know because of the very limited texting although she did give me her email so I'm I'm going to be in contact with her for that now after I do the healing so maybe I'll learn some more anyway she's just got tears running down her eyes and I want to just begin the process Jenny I want you to just allow your grief your sorrow your sadness your sense of loss your fear, your anxiety, just to flow out of you. Just see it coming off you like uh, falling away, uh, like energies just moving out from your physical body. And I'm seeing her start to release some of it. It's moving into the light. Jenny, as as it moves into the light, I want you to understand that those energies are going to be neutralized and they're going to be absorbed into your light. They won't come back and haunt you. So everything you can let go and move into the light, everything that you can release is going to be permanently removed. Now, I see that you have a lot of grief here. There's a lot of grief around losing the family, about not having the family, not being there for the family, not seeing her children fully grown, not seeing her 
grandchildren, not seeing her children married, just just all of the losses of the parts of life that we all so value. And I feel very, very definitely that she's had this kind of loss, of course, in many lives. This is not the first one. And so she's actually anticipating the pain of it because she's gone through the pain of it before. So I want you, Jenny, to let go of that pain and all of the listeners and all of the others that were, were healing. I want the pain of that loss, the pain of death, the, the sense of not being ready, the sense, also this sense of acceptance of death. Okay, now, when death seems so close, when, when an illness is this intense, at some level, even though there's always a percentage of hope, there's a 5% or 10% or 1% or 20% of hope, oftentimes we can't relate to it. We just, we just don't think, could that really be, be me? So there is often an acceptance of death, and that too comes from other situations and conditions in other lifetimes where... There was no real medical practices. There was no option. You know, everyone around you was dying of some disease or whatever. There was an active earthquake, and and in five minutes you knew the lava was going to overcome the town. Whatever. There there were instances where there was no hope. We've all lived through those those kind of things. How about a tsunami where you see it, and three minutes later, you're dead. You... We've all lived through this kind of thing. So that acceptance of death is part of what we carry. It's the belief system. Now, of course, we've had a lot of other lives where we haven't necessarily accepted it. Either, either um, we, we had very good healers around or it was not a situation that was so serious that, 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 that death was, you know, ever-present and we couldn't avoid it. We knew there was more than possible and... We had hope, and we've had all of those lifetimes where, in fact, we did live. But what we're doing now is we're getting at the belief systems that we have from the lives where we didn't live. And that's the acceptance I want Jenny and all of you to please release all that absolute holding on to the belief that you're going to die. And I want, okay... Jenny is having some problems with this. Um, Jenny, I want to, I want you to work on. I, a part of it is she's a little confused, so let's just start with confusion, the lack of understanding, and I want to call in divine insight and divine understanding for all, for Jenny and all of you that have a little confusion here, and I want that divine insight and the divine understanding to please move in through and around to enable Jenny and everyone to not to be reluctant because they're confused. So I want the reluctance also to be released, the misunderstandings and the misconceptions and the misinterpretations that are part of this reluctance. The reluctance to have false hope for example, is one of them, and Jenny has that too. There's a deep reluctance to have false hope, and I want everybody to release that. That false hope, it can be devastating because when you have hope that turns out to be baseless or groundless, and then it doesn't come to fruition what you're hoping for, the fall is so large. The devastation is so large. So I want the devastation to be released too. And so, Jenny, I want you to release all reluctance based on false hope and not wanting to have that devastation, all the misunderstandings, all the ripple effects from the times when that happened to you because it's rippling into this life. It's rippling in and, and creating reluctance for you to hope because you don't want that false hope, and then the devastation when it doesn't come to fruition. I want you to release all that reluctance, all the misunderstandings, all the fear. I want you to release the fear that hope would be false. The fear that hope would be false. 
Oh my gosh, the pain is just this big. Jenny, release that pain. It's so hard for her. It's so painful. It's so painful. All the pain associated with the false hope is so deep. Grief and and um, grief and just devastation, despair, despair and agony. She let herself believe and now is so down on herself for being a fool. That's what she feels, like she's a fool. And I want you to understand, Jenny, you aren't a fool. You never were a fool. It's not about that. It's simply misunderstandings, and we all carry them. And I want you to release all that self-judgment, that self-criticism, that you're foolish, that you're stupid, that how could you have had such hope when the situation was hopeless, and that you, how could you? And I want you to release hopelessness in every form, the belief in hopelessness, the fear that everything is hopeless, the feeling of powerlessness, like you can't do anything about it. This is triggering this whole feeling and and emotional issues that you're carrying now, this devastation, and I want all of that. Oh, my gosh, it's just so big. I am just seeing the oozing and pouring and um, flowing out of the heart center, out of the stomach, of the sense of powerlessness. It is it is really, really uh, moving out just... Oh. Okay, it's, there's some relief here. It's moving into the light. It is neutralizing. And I'm just going to take this time while she's letting go of that to focus on some of the others on the platform. And what I'm seeing here is just a huge amount of dark energy because it's this is similar all of us have elements of this some have it stronger to more degrees than others we all have elements and especially these people who are ill the there is also for jenny an illness pattern she has taken on the experiences and the events in her life around illness um for a multitude of reasons, and I, I see that it's, it's, it's already getting late. I have to end in an hour. I'm so sorry. But the, there, I don't know that I'll be able to tune in on everything. But she's taken, in, taken on this illness pattern. Um, part of it is that... She is determined to, she's determined at that soul level to deal with some of these issues that she's been carrying a long time because there's a lot here that she's been carrying. Shame is another one, so I want her to release shame too. She just feels like she is just lower than the lowest, that there is nothing redeemable about about her at these deep levels but there's another part of her that is very aware that that is her belief system and that she doesn't want to carry it anymore and she's playing it out through the physical body because you can't miss it you just can't miss the fact that something is terribly wrong when it manifests to this great degree that you can't miss the fact that 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 your soul has in essence picked up the phone and is dialing into your conscious mind and saying, please pay attention. We've made the decision. We've, we've decided together before you were born or the soul has decided before you were born and taken on the mind of this life to tackle some of these issues, the, the issues of shame and worthlessness and fear and all of that that we've already discussed to to heal that. You've had enough lifetimes where some of this is played out in one form or another. You don't want it anymore. So there is a determination there. You, It's really, this is interesting, the higher selves are. It's really interesting because when you get 
an opponent, opponent for this game. It's supposedly random. But I got Jenny, and she absolutely was a friendly one, and I know her name, and we communicated. Even though she didn't respond and take, up, take me up on the fact that I was a healer when I told her sometime a few months after we started communicating, um, it's still relevant. She, she wasn't ready at the soul level to deal with it then. You know, we all are ready at different points in time. And I think I've mentioned to you all that I had a series of issues in my abdomen from starting in childhood. The higher self explained to me that I didn't take on something life-threatening, but I took on something chronic because it gave me it gave me opportunities over and over and over again to keep the seeking and searching alive to figure out what's behind it all because it was all these patterns and emotional issues and false beliefs and et cetera, et cetera, that I didn't want anymore. So I played it out through the physical body because it keeps giving me the opportunity. And that's what happened with Jenny. That's one of the reasons she chose the illness pattern. Now, it's taken her a while to, to and for, for the two of us, because it's all co-created to actually connect and allow me to do this healing, but it's never too late. Even if she dies tomorrow, she's going to be better off for her next life than she would be if we hadn't done this healing. And the healing would be repeated and continued even though she was out of body. I don't believe she will die tomorrow, but let's hope that this healing will allow her, and I'm sure it will, to extend the life, even if we can't bring the miracle in where she moves into a place where she's cancer-free Let's extend the life, extend the quality of the life, and allow her to be around even more. So that's what we're doing. And so that's, that's what, what's happened. That was part of the reason she brought in the illness pattern. She brought it in to have these continual opportunities to get her focus of attention around to understand that she has stuff going on underneath the, at the soul level that she's not aware of. Her soul is talking to her through the physical body. You know, our soul can't pick up that phone, can't text us, can't send us a Facebook message. So it has to bring in, and it's all, we're never victims. <laughs> it's us choosing it for us. We know ahead of time before we come in exactly the situations and the conditions. So... That's what's happening, and that's one of the reasons. So I want you, Jenny, whether or not we fully understand all the reasons for the illness, I want you to understand that you heard yourself. You got the message. This healing is now happening, and I want you to release the illness patterns. I want the divine healing, divine balancing, divine um, miracle. I want the divine miracle to come in, and I'm feeling the energy moving in through and around your physical body, divine balance and harmony, divine perfection, and it's moving in, and it's bringing the physical state into a higher higher frequency level. I want divine flush to come in. Divine flush is going to release the residues, the pollutants. It's going to help clear any karmic particles any um, any of the, the, each and every particle, mineral, plant, animal also has an energetic field which carries elements that this divine flush is releasing. Those are the pollutants and the toxins, the, the things that, that can make some of the particles um, not not work in a balanced and perfect manner within the physical body. So we're, we're bringing in the divine flush. I feel it coming out almost like through the root chakra, almost like there could be diarrhea. There's certainly diarrhea going on here in the sense of a big release. It is moving out through the, the root area, the bottom of the torso, out the root chakra. It is moving out into the light. It's almost... I mean, it's kind of, I'm sorry to have brought in the 
the image of the diarrhea, but it is so real. That's what I feel. It's like an octopus releasing that ink. <laughs> I don't know where they release the ink from, but it's just this big thing releasing out through the bottom of her root area. It's, it's very good. I'm so thrilled. And we want to again call in the divine healing, the divine balance. I want to, we're running close to being out of time, and I want to call in divine hope. First, knowing that this healing will be continued. The higher self, we're placing um, Jenny and everybody into the healing circle for the healing to continue to process, even though I have to stop shortly. But I want to call in divine hope for Jenny and all others that are on this platform. And divine hope is the hope for healing, the hope for life, the hope for joy, the hope for understanding, the hope for quality in the life pattern, the hope for perfect connections with the self, with the higher self, and with others. And now that hope and all that we've put in it is just surrounding each and every one on the platform. And we're going to call in that very powerful energy of divine faith. Remember, divine faith is the energy that carries, is the divine element or divine aspect that carries the energy that helps to manifest all that is hoped for. And so divine faith has now permeated the field as well. And it is just absolutely, it's as if music just started. It just, there, there is a quality of the, the frequencies or the um, energies that are moving out of this arena that, has, that is bringing, it almost sounds like music. And right as part of this, I want to call in the highest, most powerful divine energy that we have at our fingertips that we can utilize divine healing energy and that is divine love at the human level we call it higher heart consciousness and that too is permeating this group and I'm amalgamating the totality of the higher selves again with this process so that it can all be handled in the very highest ideal knowing that the higher selves are also coming from the divine will uh, arena, they have to be invited in so that they, because they won't trespass either. Um, Jenny, okay, Jenny is now crying again, but I see light in her eyes. It's as if she's feeling joy for the first time and feeling a relief and feeling gratitude because she knows she's done some really great stuff and she she and I would like to share the gratitude with all those listeners present in the now and in the future now because all of them will be continuing the healing each time we have a listener. It's, it's a very powerful situation here. I also want to put out there for the higher selves, if there are any souls in the future now that wish to join the group because they're not yet having carrying a serious illness, I wish to invite them in at this time so that if this show is listened to in six months or six years, that any new person who is part of the, who could utilize this healing, that it, it be ongoing within this eternal now. And they, they gave me the thumbs up. It was like, well, that was obvious. Um, <laughs> but I did want to at least speak it out just in case it wasn't obvious to everyone. Um, of course, they, they wouldn't say that, but um, it, because we've set it up in the eternal now, the future now, they're also taking part and joining in. So it is part of the eternal now energy field, and all the souls, present and future, who need this help will be getting it. I want to thank each and every one of you and wish you a wonderful week. Um, I'm now seeing that the higher selves are bringing everybody back over the Rainbow Bridge, they're all still within the Fear Anonymous, and also they're being held in, within to the healing circle. 
that's the great thing about these energy fields. We can be in more than one at once. And I want to just, again, thank you for, for helping with Jenny. And I hope that more than Jenny actually could feel it and got some, some help from that. And I'm sure you did. Anybody wants to give me any feedback, anyone wants to ask any questions, anyone has an issue for me to address in another show, please email me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com anytime, and I will get back to you. And I do need to finish the show now, and it seems so quick, but until next week, I, I just wish you all the best, and Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.